Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. This is James from Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader, where I invest in dividend stocks for weekly and monthly cash flow. <clears throat> it is May 18th, 2022. This is, I said, like I said, brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader, where I invest with only dividend stocks that have increased their payments to their shareholders for a minimum of 20 to 25 years, unless otherwise specified. Every once in a while, I'll get a company that's in there, and you'll understand why, and I'll explain it as we go along. But as of this moment, if you've been following along for a little while, we brought over four stocks from last week. We got an additional four positions for a total of eight this week, which is a little bit unlike us. I usually don't have that many positions. Now, there's not a whole heck of a lot going on today because we basically exhausted almost all the trades that were available for this week. Let me just go down where we are, where we stand, and what's going on with positions that we have. BAX is first on our list, and that is Baxter. We went through the numbers yesterday, but today, Baxter opened up a little bit on the downside and kept sinking. She's sitting at 72.98. So for the last 30 days, where are we? There we go. Last 30 days, we've seen a double high up at 78.66 and a double low at 69.74. She's bouncing off that 69.74 a couple of weeks ago. She's sitting at 72.98. Seasonality says she should be going uh, slightly on the upside. Now, seasonality is 10 years worth of data. It's one year on top of another on top of another. Now, you may ask, how do they do that considering the numbers change from year to year to year? Well, they have some interesting algorithms, and it's usually based on percentages, not actual numbers. All right. That being said, BAX, like I said, sit at $72.99. And where are we with this? Yeah, this doesn't look good at all because we got a spread 73.5 by 74 because we have that, that upward trend that we're looking at. It's, it's a relatively nice upward trend. However... I really don't know what the news is and why it came down today. But we'll take a look at that one. And as we're speaking, she's actually down to 73. So we may lose money on that one. But that's okay. Uh, it's just part of the game. BK's next, Bank Mellon. We've had this one for quite a while. Let's take a look at the last 30 days. The last 30 days, we've seen a high at uh, 47.77. And a low at 41.78. Now, that was at the beginning of May. And we've had it challenged on the 12th. But then it hit uh, 41.85 on the 12th. But we're having another down day on um, Bank Mellon. She's sitting at 43.58 at this moment. Which is kind of okay because we've already sold the... Uh, the call for someone to buy it from us. Let me take a quick look as I open that up. Yeah, we got it at uh, 48.34, and we sold the 44 and a half calls. Now, yesterday I was debating on whether or not I should buy back that because yesterday she went over and above that number. But I said, let's just wait it out and see what happens. And uh, at this moment in time, she's back below the 44 and a half, which is okay because I could just carry this into next week. Um, we've already collected the dividend on this, and we continue to collect premiums every week. So if, if you want to collect just dividends, hey, that's all fine and dandy. Grab yourself a couple of nice stocks, pick up a check every 90 days. That's up to you. 
But for me, I need that cash flow on a daily, on a weekly basis, okay? Because my bills come built due every week, and I'm really tired of working the 40-hour a week for someone else. Don't get me wrong, you know, I, I used to be my own, my own boss. I had my own company, but still had people to answer to. Nowadays, I, I do a lot of nothing. Do whatever I feel like doing, actually. Um, I'm actually sitting in a field in a nature preserve where I spend the summers up in New England. Okay, Halliburton is next. H-A-L. This looks like... A so far, everyone I've opened up so far is having a down day. Halliburton had a high at 42.60. That was um, middle of April. And you got a double low down here at 33.28 um, towards the beginning of this month. Now, she opened up today at 38.25. Now she's sitting at 36.04. And I believe I got a spread on this one, too. No, I actually bought stock and I sold it. Okay, so I bought stock at thirty-seven eighty-six and sold it at uh, seventy cents a share, which is not as much as the dividend, but the dividend doesn't come out for another two weeks. So if I collect seventy cents a share this week, maybe fifty to seventy cents again next week, and then the next third week collect the dividend. Hey, I'm all for it. But if I get called out, you know, hey, that's good too. Um, because I sold, I bought it at thirty-seven eighty-six, and I sold a thirty-eight call. So I've already got some cash flow for it. If she goes above thirty-eight, I will be bought out. I collect the difference between the purchase price and the sale price, and I already collected the premium. So I'm kind of good with that. All right, Johnson and Johnson. Uh, we've had for a couple of weeks. The last thirty days. We've seen a double high at 186.60 and a triple low down towards the 174.70, which, in my, my humble opinion, you got a triple low, which means a, a point in which the stock doesn't go below. That's a pretty good indication that that's, um, that's some, some support. So it's not going to go up, hypothetically speaking. It shouldn't go below 74.70. We're sitting at 77.30 at this moment in time. Now, I got a couple hundred shares of Johnson & Johnson that I got at 177.80. And I just so happened to sell the 177.50 for $2.20 a share. That's twice as much as the dividend. Okay, so I collected a premium last week. and I collected another premium this week. So far, I'm close to $3.50 per share and the dividend hasn't even come out yet. Needless to say, let's see where she continues to go because I got the 77 and a half up for sale. Uh, if she gets filled, hey, great. I'll just move on to the next one and I've already collected over $3.50, I believe, per share in premiums. All right, next on the list is KHC. KHC, which is Heinz, for some strange reason. Ooh, that don't look good. Heinz, I wasn't able to get the price I wanted for the premium that I tried to sell Monday and Tuesday, which is kind of funny because um, I was trying to sell it at the market price, and for some strange reason, it wouldn't fill. So for the last 30 days, we've seen a high at 44.87. And the low at 40, 40, 
six, and that's today. All right, so I'm really thinking that I'm not going to be able to sell the KHC, but I will collect a dividend, not this week, but next week. But I'm going to check it uh, later on today, maybe it's first thing in the morning, because today's Wednesday. First thing in the morning, I might be able to get a few bucks for, I, I don't even think so, because we're into this thing at 43, and she's sitting at 40. And I don't know why she didn't fill on Monday, which is kind of peevish for me. All right, Lowe's is next on the list. Um, all right, last 30 days for Lowe's. We've seen a high at 210.85 and a low at 182.25. And again, that happens to be today. So far, every single position I have has gone down today so i probably should check out find out why now lows i got this one in january in the 250 area and i sold the 205 call so if it goes above 205 someone can buy it from me but for that privilege they paid me four dollars and 20 cents a share do you realize that four dollars and 20 cents a share to buy it at 205 sitting at 183 could it go over one two hundred five by Friday? Yes, it could. Will it? We don't know. Just don't know. So I got to keep my eye on this one. And see, I don't, I don't mind because I do this every day because I don't have a whole heck of a lot else to do. So less than ten to fifteen minutes a day it takes me to, to balance out my account. But doing it online and doing it so that you guys can follow along with me takes a little bit longer because I'm trying to explain it and read it. As I'm going along so that some of you can follow along and understand what I'm doing. But without that, I can just take a look, couple of keystrokes, boom, I'm done with the eight positions in less than 10 minutes. That's why we call it the 10-minute trader. All right. So I sold the lows, took it 205, collected 420 a share, which is a heck of a lot more than the than the dividend, which by the way, I collected the dividend twice already. And I collected, I think, four, wait a minute, 12, 16, 17, 18, 18 premiums. So I collected a premium for 18 weeks already. Every single week, I collected a premium on lows. I lost out twice. So twice I had to buy it back and I lost a little bit. But I have to emphasize a little bit. I didn't lose a lot. Now, Lowe's is one of those companies I really don't mind holding on to. Because not only do I get to collect the premium, I get to collect the dividends. And that's what dividend investing is all about anyway. NEM is next on the list. And again, this was another one. Down again. All right, so we're taking a look. The last 30 days, we've seen a, a, a high at 86.37. And we've got a low... It's 64.02. Now, she's been going sideways for the past week. Yesterday's low was 64.95. The day before was 64.68. The day before that was 64.51. The day before that was 64.32. So we're in the $64 area, and she doesn't seem to be going lower than the $64 area. So that could be a good thing. And this is the only one I'm actually in the money with. 
I got the 63 and a half by the 64, the spread. And I did uh, 10 contracts of that one. So far, that's the only one that's in the money. <laughs> that is not good, but we'll see. Uh, last on the list is SLB. Schlumberger, okay. We've got to look up. Okay, the Schlumberger, we've seen a high at 44.51. Now, this is just the last 30 days, okay? And we have a triple bottom, okay? Once the end of April and twice in May at the 36.97 area. Okay, today, she opened up at 43.34 and was sitting at uh, 41.15. So that one's down also. And I believe we have a spread on this one. We got the 41 and a half by the 42. We're out of the money on every single one except for NEM. So we got four stock positions. Or do we have five stock positions? I don't remember. Do a quick little check. Here we go. Hmm. That's funny. It says that I bought some of Apple. I don't remember buying Apple last week. Oh, it expired. Sorry, didn't get filled. Here's my fills from the last couple of days. I'm looking at the wrong dates. No wonder why. All right, I'm just looking at the wrong numbers. Sorry if I'm not speaking as I'm doing this. I'm looking at the last seven days. I actually want to go for the last... Three days. Okay. All right, so here we're looking at. All right, now I want to get into this uh, probably a little bit more on Thursday or Saturday because not a whole heck of what's going on at the moment. All right, all that being said, this is where we are. This is where we're standing at the moment. And I'm going to do a quick little analysis of what we actually made this week. I'm not seeing everything, which is kind of strange. That's why I'm not seeing everything. I was looking at the wrong orders, looking at my filled. All right, here's my filled orders. Wow. All right, we sold BK at thirty cents a share. Johnson and Johnson two twenty a share. Lowe's at four twenty a share. We bought some Halliburton, and we sold the Halliburton um, premium at seventy cents a share. And we got one, two, three spreads. All right, so we have five positions and three spreads. So only one spread is actually working for us. 
which is kind of good because we haven't we didn't buy a lot of the other ones. But the funny thing is, if you don't include the spreads, I'm over three percent for the week, only because of the outrageous numbers that people are paying me to buy my buy my stocks. All that being said, there's not a whole lot, a lot more we can look at because we, we exhausted all our positions that we could look at over the last couple of days. We looked at all the dividend kings. We looked at all the dividend achievers, which just so happens to include the dividend kings, the dividend aristocrats, and the dividend contenders. So any company that has increased their dividend payments to their shareholders for more than 25 years, we've already looked at. And we've already looked at the companies held by um, Warren Buffett and Berkshire Hathaway. So we, we, already, we already looked at those. And uh, we've come to the conclusion that there's really nothing for us to look at. And I got all of the money invested, so I have no money to play with. All that being said, everything is looking not as good as it did yesterday. But a little bit later on today, maybe it will be a good idea for me to take a look at the news and find out what's going on and why. But I really don't pay attention to a lot of the news only because I do four-day and five-day positions. And I do it with... Um, companies that I really don't mind owning for long term. So it's just a game at this moment where I buy and and make a weekly cash flow. And when the market changes and everything goes down to a point where I can't get weekly cash flow, I guess we'll, we'll figure it out there. But they've been offering options since the 19... I think it was 1973. And dividends, they've been offering those since 1602. So I really don't think it's going anywhere. Just got to learn how to manipulate it to the way you want it. And I am pretty much okay with the 1% per week. Okay? All that being said, this is James from Dividend Stock Talk. I'll catch you guys tomorrow. And I'm, I'm just to guys let you know what's coming up in the future is I'm trying to get my mobile studio set up so that I can do live broadcasts from wherever I am. So if that's something that sounds appealing to you, just let me know. And um, we'll get there. We'll probably do live broadcasting on YouTube and Facebook. And I got to see if there's any other places I can do live. But those are the two that have the, the, the best reach. So, you know, is what it is. You got to go to where the people are. All that being said, this is James from Dividend Stock Talk. I'll catch you guys tomorrow. Well, that wraps up another session. I want to thank you for joining us. If you want to follow along with some of these live session trades, let us know. If you have any questions, we can get back to you. And have a great day. Well, that wraps up another session. I want to thank you for joining us. If you want to follow along with some of these live session trades, let us know. If you have any questions, we can get back to you. And have a great day.